0: What is up, Big Top Nation? Where are you at? Welcome back to another episode of the Big yeah. Top Podcast with Chris and Greg. This is Chris. This is Greg. And that is LA Guns. Hell yeah. Love it, dude. I love it. We are going to uh, hit that debut album today. LA Guns self-titled right. debut. Um, without it being said, we're just going to change things up a little bit. We're just going to do one album instead of trying to squeeze... Two, three, four, six, ten, twelve into one Damn. episode. Give you guys a little little bit more I want edi- d- edible pieces of <laughs> podcast, I guess you could say. I want to do all six. We're gonna do them all. All twenty five from different all different versions of LA Guns.
1: <laughs> That's terrible. Not Don't like, get me
0: started on that one. There's like ten versions. That's terrible. Yeah, dude. This oh, I, is I mean that ver- I'm in the tenth version. You're in me. the Greg's. LA Guns <laughs> Craig this weekend at the Whiskey A Go Go all ages show buy in advance at BigTalkPodcast.com <laughs> and Chris is gonna be filming it and talking to me interviewing me and then, and then play play opening opening do you hear who's opening for you guys Hollywood Roses no uh, Chris's LA Guns <laughs> is opening for you guys Chris's LA Guns <laughs> 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 also available TikTok podcast. <laughs> so, I like that. As you got me on that one. Uh, L.A. Guns, guys, a band that is distinctively L.A. Hollywood. Their sound, sleazy as all ghetto. out. Oh love yeah, I love this band. They did not fit into. They really didn't fit into any one. Like they weren't the typical Hollywood band that was at at that time.
1: No, there wasn't. Like you like you said, there was a lot of. You know what, they, they kind of got grouped into um, uh, Guns N' Roses, Wannabes, along with Faster Pussycat, and, and you know LA Guns, uh, bands like that, mm-hmm. in, the, in that group in the
0: mid-80s. Uh, yeah, they obviously, uh, not to go too in-depth to it, before they formed LA Guns. Tracy Guns, their guitar player, mm-hmm. is the guns. Yes. Of Guns N' Roses. Him and yes. Axel. I think Izzy, I think, were like the three yes. founding members of that band. And then, you know, people come and go. Tracy left, got kicked out, whatever the story is. Slash comes in. Well, they, it was
1: they formed the Hollywood Roses. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what right. it was. It was kind of like Hollywood Roses. Then Tracy didn't like it. He got pissed off and he kinda of took off to do something else, which is he started his own LA Guns. So you're mm-hmm. right. But he was the original. Guns In the Guns and Roses So that's enough Fact. about
0: that uh, We just heard track one Alright No Mercy From this debut album By uh, LA Guns And forgive me I may inadvertently say Guns and Roses I may dude. I almost did just now So Excuse me if I do I know it's LA Guns I'm not an idiot I'm not that much of an idiot um, Yeah dude Here we go
1: Track number two Dude Sex Action Love it um, Hard rocking Sleazy Fun uh, you know, in the 80s, this was all about sex, girls, rock and roll, drugs. And this fit right in. Definitely a good, sleazy rock
0: song. Yeah, I really like this song. Well, just to go back to the first one, the opener, dude. Killer song to open the album. Oh, yeah, definitely. Show, we're going to show No Mercy to you guys, yes. and they don't, the whole album. It's fast, to the point. It was great. Now you move on to sex action, this is where they're... This is really, if you're going to say vintage... Uh, if I'm going to say What song should I listen to If I want to know L.A. Guns I would say Sex Action and Rip and Tear." Those are the two songs Whoa, I would tell people to listen to okay Sex Action Not only is this song About sex And just Just sex It's about For me A woman being sexy And giving okay. off That sexy vibe And she knows it And she's giving off That sex action That's got what it. this song Even means to me More than anything else And I love it he has got a killer solo Tracy Guns Is just He's the man He's the
1: man in this band Yeah Love it, dude. Definitely killer, man. Yeah, I can't say anything else. That was you said it perfectly. Six action, great song. Love it. Good solo. Uh, song fits right in there. Move so. Song one got me hyped. Song two now I'm right now I'm even hyper more. Are you hyper hyped? Hi- not yet. We'll wait for a couple more songs and we'll do that. Um, yeah, this was one single. It was released
0: in March of '88. It was their cool. number two release off of this album. Uh, None of this. None of the singles off of this album charted. Okay, I didn't really do much of anything, so we can save ourselves some factoids. Um, you ready to go to the next song? Yeah, Let's definitely. Get it. Track three. One more
1: reason. That's right, baby. I love it, man. It's same same thing. It Sounds too. good. Uh, starts off slow, uh, a little bit of groove, and then kicks in really good. So I love that funk stuff.
0: This album was released January fourth, nineteen eighty-eight. And here's where I had to do... This is where I had to actually pull out the textbooks and try to get... <laughs> find out what was going on, because I was. Uh, it says it's released under Vertigo Records, but then I was reading some stuff when they were talking about how they were building up, and then it started talking about Polygram executives. I'm like, so what's going on here? Vertigo or Polygram? I had to find out Polygram was kind of the parent over Vertigo. Okay. okay. Vertigo was mostly European releases. Every once in a while, they had a U.S. release. So it wasn't a huge label here, but Polygram was the one that was, on. was really leading the way. So it was released January 4th, 88, recorded from June to August uh, uh, of the uh, of 87 in West Hollywood. Nice. At the Village Recorder. I'm giving you all the facts, man. That's cool, man. That's um, good stuff. I love this song, too. You know what? I'm going to say it. Um, I don't... I don't... If I remember correctly, do not like... I don't not like any of these songs. I like them all. Wow. Um, this all song, right. I was listening to and I was trying to figure out what it's about. And the last thing that they kind of talk I start thinking about is murder they start talking about there's a car ahead we have to eliminate it there's a smoking gun that seals their fate these people that he's singing about in this song yeah. and you know maybe he loves her so much he'll do anything for her including kill somebody or whatever that's kind of what it it like the whole song I'm listening to it and then at the end it kind of like oh maybe that is Without being so blatant in your face, it's kind of a morbid song where you, we show no mercy. You know, it's kind of a mantra for a man. We're not going to show any mercy. We're going to rip your face off. But maybe the song is actually about. I don't know, dude. I was just I, trying, I was
1: reading the lyrics while I was listening to it. and That's kind I, of what I came up with. I would have with. said you, you would have right but it's, you know, give me one more reason to die. Is like you know, sometimes you just have to you you push yourself to the limit. Yeah, yeah. And maybe that's what it was. Give me one more reason. To one more reason to die one more reason to push myself to the limit one more reason to go faster go slower you know do something crazy yeah. that's the kind of I took it back in the day when I was doing this. I, 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 I can totally see that too I totally agree
0: with you yeah exactly yeah. dude exactly Um, let me know when you're ready to go to the next track yeah, dude you, oh definitely bring me to you're the ready? next song right, here we oh, go uh,
1: Greg you want this song? I love it man right, here we go because this is the whole thing about the rock and roll gypsy that's what they were talking about mm-hmm. this, this song is called Electric Gypsy but it's it was, you know, like the gypsy lifestyle where like, we're never really in one place. We're here, we're there, we're here, we're there. And that's what a traveling rock and roll band is. You know, they go to one city, they stay a night or two, and then they're off to the next one. Then they're off to the next one. And they're off to the next one. But this was a, a great, good, rockin' song. And I think this was one of their hits, right? Because I know there was a video for it. There was a video they had videos for.
0: Music videos, let's see. They had a music video for uh, uh, six videos. But actually, you know what? I kind of. Uh, yeah, they did have. Sorry. Electric Gypsy, Sex Action, and then they had some other videos for. Um, one more reason they had a video. Okay. Then they also made some videos for "One Way Ticket," "Cry No More," "Bitches Back," "No Mercy," and "Nothing to Lose," which I don't think they ever released. They just made them. They produced. They had them. They were done.
1: Oh, okay. But they were
0: never kind of released. They didn't know never... what way they were gonna go. Sorry for that, guys. I had to. I had all the information. It was it was this way instead of this way. So. Got it. Um, but yeah, uh, they they made videos for almost the whole album. So, but I this video is still so cool. They're on their motorcycles. Yeah, it's like in that almost. Uh, sepia kind of brownish looking thing and they're on their motorcycles that's what I think about when I hear this on them being like you had said traveling the gypsies like a traveling rock and roll band kind of thing and man I love it the video goes great with it hanging out in a bar and all that kind of stuff and
1: LA Guns in it up that's it baby I love love it it. man Uh, totally Uh, like I said this is one of my favorite songs from them jams rocks love it there's not a lot of bad things to say about it Uh, good fun energy high energy from this band totally's album is a high energy band high energy uh, album is within itself one Uh, thing
0: excuse me one thing i wanted to say that i really think they do well and i call it uh gang vocals
1: oh okay they do
0: a lot of that and in this one the chorus I think got the just gang vocals going on crazy throughout this whole album l.a guns Uh, When you start listening to them, you kind of see that they do that a lot where the whole band is... And it's almost sometimes not even like they're singing. They're yelling. But they're yelling... You know, they're singing, but it sounds like they're yelling. It's just great. I mean, Phil Lewis is... uh, He sings like that sometimes where it's not even like a sing. He's just yelling at the microphone like right now. It's great,
1: dude. No one else sings like this. Underrated right here. Definitely definitely works well on on this kind of album. And... um, what they did uh was tom warner the producer on this album
0: no the producer on this was uh, jim farachi okay he had worked with poison lizzie borden and rat before so okay those were so kind little, of three bands that he had worked with previously southern too. california
1: bands mm-hmm. uh from rat definitely um and because i think we think bo hill so he probably was probably with a production team or he did the ep um, Lizzie Borden, which is a, um, an L.A. band, which was never really got super popular, but they were still out there or known in the L.A. Uh, um, streets. And then what was the last one you said? Poison. Poison. Oh, of course, Poison. Damn. Um, uh, next song we're coming up to is Nothing to Lose. Same thing, rock and roll, having a good time, man. I love it, man. Uh, like, you know, sometimes these guys just feel like they're living on the edge. Like, hey, we're here. We're going to rock fun. We're going to have fun girls and rock and roll and that's what this kind of album is all about and man it definitely does not disappoint yeah
0: um i always like to try to read into lyrics I always oh, try yeah to. so i was looking at this song it almost seems like it could be taken two ways it's almost like the song is being sung about people just almost like i got nothing to lose i'm gonna do whatever it takes to make it to the top the other way is I'm going to do whatever I want to get whatever I want in a criminal way. I mean, there's some things, there's lyric on here. Finger on the gun, bang, bang, gets things done. <laughs> I mean, that says it all yeah, right there. Right? Um, but, you know, there's a lot of metaphors in there and stuff. So it could be about a band, you know, doing what they needed to go to the top. Because that's what these guys were all trying to do, you know, from Hollywood. Um, let's talk a little bit about Phil Lewis. Okay. Uh just in case everybody wanna, I know you know and you know I wasn't going to ask you but who what band was he playing in before and who was also in that band uh, he was in a band called Girl and Phil Collins from Def Leppard was mm-hmm. in that band also yeah, that's right Phil Collins and Phil Lewis were in the same band Girl and if you watch do you remember that uh, doc, that uh, movie they did on Behind the Music or uh, on VH1 it was like the hysteria yes uh, Def Leppard Docu No, it wasn't a documentary yeah, It was like a it, movie They called
1: it Rocky Manor. Yeah,
0: and the Rocky Rockumentary And like at the beginning That's where they go get Phil Collin And like Phil Lewis is in that band And stuff And that's kind of where I first Kind of found out about it I think they mentioned his name yeah. in it Or something like that Which was kind of cool But man, it's just Small
1: world Rock yeah, and on. roll
0: is such a small world I mean, everybody kind of Knows each other Everybody loves each other And hates each other Well, I,
1: I didn't know that Earlier that um, The guitarist uh, the, the rhythm guitarist Mick Cripps he was from England too. Mm. So he grew up and was raised in there and then kind of came to LA from that. So maybe he probably knew or knew some fans or knew, knew maybe. something there. Maybe. Uh, do you know the name of the original singer for LA Guns?
0: Yeah, uh, something black. I got Paul it on here. Paul Black, yeah. Yeah. Which he co wrote a lot of the songs that are yes. on here. And it's nice, dude, that they could have just said F you and probably ended up some long legal court battle but they were at least smart to say no he wrote a lot of these songs so we're just gonna keep them maybe they bought him out you know what I mean because have said hey we're gonna we're gonna give you 25,000 yeah and Here. we'll put your name as credit here's 25,000 and this is what you get and this is you get your name on the back of the record and and you get say la vie, baby yeah and that's how we do it now they're get it alright let's go to the next track alright bitch is back
1: what do you think of this track Greg uh, killer man uh, so good so fun like I said it, it just kind of it goes in there and it, it just kind of like rock and roll in your face type yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah I do like the songs I like them
0: all on this album um, it's one of those things where it's kind of like he knows that she's bad for him but he doesn't care he's still gonna Wants to be with her anyway. The bitch is back, dude. Now she's back to make my life miserable again. <laughs> but I love her. I can't. I can't leave her. But she keeps leaving and coming back. Damn, bitch is back. And he knows it. I love it, dude. Yes, and, and that, that 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 definitely I, says that. On I that. love the vocals on this whole album. I yeah. love the sound of this album. It's it's well produced, but not glossy. It keeps their rawness, their sleazy, straight mm-hmm. out of the gutter sound. If you want to go that far. Um, but they definitely get what the band was all about, and what they were—they, I definitely believe they got across exactly what they wanted to get across with yes. this album. Underrated album, I love it. It's great. It only went gold, five hundred thousand copies, but man, I—this album is one of those underrated gems from this era. You almost don't even want to call them a hair band because they really didn't encompass that. When I think hairband I think we kind of think of the same things: Poison, um, and Rat. They have that look that's just as important as the music. And LA Guns had a different sound, but they had a lot different look. They took that look that kind of Motley Crue had during the Girls, Girls, Girls era and cranked it. Okay. They just cranked it up, dude. They were all jet black hair, leather, denim, and that. they never really changed. Enough. I want to say that th-
1: never because Well, they is- changed on the third album. They, they changed their look a little. They got a little softer, but yeah. Yes. I was going to say that they... I think had that look, this first album really was very similar if you look at kind of like the Guns N' Roses album. Mm-hmm. How these guys are just kind of like leather and just shirts and puffy things and, you know, that kind of stuff. So I think there was an element of their style that was still Guns
0: N' Roses to what they found on their own. You know, I wonder, I just thought of this right now, I wonder if like Tracy Guns and Axl Rose, right, spending their time together, if... A lot of the ideas to, of the look, maybe what I'm just saying, what if, what if a lot of those came from Tracy Guns and they just adopted all of them in the Guns N' gonna... Roses and just been like, no, we're gonna do it. I wonder if that's kind of how things went down. I don't know. I don't even know if they're friends to this day. I have no idea. I don't know.
1: But remember, I also I told you the Guns N' Roses had that Swedish look, Hanoi Rocks. Yes, they did. Smack bands like from that era, they kind of took that look, either their hairstyle, their makeup, or Their boots or whatever they Mm -hmm. they had on their one. Yeah. Love it. Here we go. Track.
0: What number is this? Track seven. Cry no more. Right. It's just a little nice little instrumental, a little, you know, uh, trying to show the sensitive (laughs) thing.
1: That's cool. They do it. I mean, you know what? It, uh, It also takes the band, you know, they wanted to give Tracy a little, like, Showmanship. Mm-hmm. Hey, this is what you can do. Now it's no eruption, but hey, this is what I'm gonna do, and then we're gonna lead into, you know, the next song, which is "One Way Ticket." Yeah, it, that it that is stuff. no eruption. It's more on the side of D from Randy. Yeah, it's, okay, it's there more, you go. Great. It's
0: more of something like that. That's I don't know who it's about or what it is, but I don't hate it. It's different. It's so different from anything else on the album. Yes. Yes. It's, it's the it's the complete opposite of anything else you're hearing. Correct. I love it. I think it's great. Just a throw right in there, almost right in the middle of the album. A little bit, you know, the bottom two-third or bottom third. But, man, I love it. Great. Great, great, great. I'm glad they did it. Let's go ahead and go. One-way ticket.
1: Just kind of goes into it. <laughs> I mean, Amy, the yeah. way you ticket it, it's one-way ticket to love. That's what they're trying to say is like, hey, you know, this is a, a one-way show. This is, you know, I love you. You love me. This is one way. This is the way we're going to go innocence mm-hmm. or one-way ticket to heartbreak. heartbreak
0: yeah and that's kind of the what i took from is that last thing you said is it's almost it, it's like a, this guy is taking a one-way ticket it ain't too he ain't going in there and has a way back if it ends Yeah, he's all in there uh, you go it sounds like in the end that she kind of doesn't yeah. the relationship doesn't go wood but it's a one-way ticket he's giving it as all he's not going anywhere no matter what happens kind of thing and how devastated we've all been in that where you've given everything you have and it doesn't work out in anything correct so i kind of that's what i take away from this song but yeah it's a
1: one-way ticket to love <laughs> i love it dude. great i like it you know and as a ballad i think it's cool um this isn't the ballad that knocked it out of the park but we'll worry about that when we cross the um the next album but this song is good and it's very fun and very fits into the album and I like it, like good songs. Now we're doing a little bit of heartbreak. You know, you know what? I hear some keyboards too on this little. Kind of song, little I think I, I hear like some it. strings,
0: maybe or keyboards um, in the back. Right. It's not like yeah. it's, it's not like some of the stuff they have coming up, dude. We'll talk about that. Yeah, it's yeah, not absolutely. like the Bo Hill doing the keyboard man for the Rat album. Um. So yeah, they had three singles on the song. One more reason was the first single it was uh, released in January of '88 we already talked about sex action from march of 88 and then electric gypsy august of 88 all right um, let's go to the next song
1: cool. hollywood tease yeah <laughs> this song's about greg and you know this is what it, this is what it was about back in the day for these guys you're in hollywood you know uh, uh, trying to make it finding a band either you know um Recording on the streets Or walking the streets And putting flyers up Passing out flyers Trying to get people to your show Trying to get record companies To look at you You know, imagine how many Record companies took a look at them And kind of said "Ah, I don't like them A lot Probably A lot They weren't fitting that mold Yeah
0: It was there at the time Yeah You don't fit in the motley mold No, this is actually a song That was from uh, Phil Lewis brought from Girl Ah, okay It was a that they had uh, written or performed as girl and then another song that's coming up was from uh, Nichols a former band uh, Sweet Pain Shoot Ooh. for Thrills which is coming up in just a moment uh, man but so they're actually technically cover songs because they were actually out okay. so, but the members of uh, those bands are now in, in LA Gun so it's good stuff dude it's a little it's a little different than some of their stuff it's I don't even know what word I'm looking for to describe it. Just a little different than, than what vintage LA Guns is. I'll take it, though. Sure. Let's go. You ready? Yeah, definitely, man. Like I was saying, Shoot for Thrills right here, dude. Next track, Looking for Trouble. Kind of looking for trouble out on the streets. That's what I take this song as. Shoot for thrill, not looking back, not worrying about the consequences. And to me, this song has a punk rock feel to it whoa okay uh no problem with it dude i love it it's a, it's a, it's a little bit different again uh, i mean obviously they brought it in from one of the former bands they had but um yeah i, I love it dude it's almost like a little curveball in here but it still has the but then it goes back to that la guns feel but it has just a little bit more punk rock edge to it that's what i feel from it
1: sounds good man i like that. i like that analogy of that i from that man But that's good That's good that you took away from that
0: So let's talk about uh, What these guys did To support this album So they had a uh, Three month tour Just to support this album They kind of went out Did little dates here and there They also did a tour Supporting Ted Nugent mm-hmm. Wow They also Did some dates with AC/DC. Then I was kind of looking I got this New site that I found that I talked about it on one of our previous episodes that archives someone's tours on the Alice in Chains. Oh, okay. Uh, that just came out. And you can go back and look, it, look at all their tours, all the places they played. These guys toured, they opened up. Let me make sure I get this right so I don't sound like an idiot. <laughs> they played some shows with Def Leppard on the Hysteria Tour. Ooh, okay. So that that's prime. Prime time right there. Then they played one date with Iron Maiden on their seventh son of a seventh son oh. when, they played, when they played in Irvine. So they played one date. They opened ah, up their okay. End. So they were good. They were getting out there. They didn't tour a lot. It's kind of surprising. I mean, at least not that I found on this site that showed that they toured a lot, but who they were, I mean, Nugent, ACDC, Def Lever, and Maiden in 88, 89. Dude, that, it, I don't know if it gets bigger than, than those bands right there during that
1: time period. Yeah, Not during Maiden and, and ACDC right there, dude. Yeah, man. I think Ted Nugent, you can probably see. No, okay, I need to open her. Yeah, these guys are a new hot rock mm-hmm, band. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because Ted, he's crazy dead bastard. So. All right,
0: dude. Ready to go? Hell yeah, man. We're going to, we're going to go to the, to, the, to, the, to the... You know, what? I'm going to let this play because I got some other stuff I want to talk about. All right. I got cool. some other stuff I want to talk about. Um, this this band was actually kind of received it was received pretty good because it was so different you know um they thought that it was just different enough they were taking elements they kind of they did compare it to the Guns N' Roses kind okay, of thing, yeah, a lot right they did, but it was raw they took a lot you know they compared them to like uh, Motley Crue's Shout at the Devil that had that kind of vibe to it and stuff like that some of the reviewers no, it's not a Shout of the Devil it's rougher mm-hmm. it's raw than Shout at the Devil but I can see what they're saying um one person described it, and I kind of was like, that was very interesting. They said it was a street version of Kiss. I don't even know what that means. It yeah, was like, I can't, it was even, I can't a, even... It was a Canadian journalist, Martin Popop, described him as a street version of Kiss or a glossy version of the crew. They're not a glossy version of the crew. No.
1: Street version of Kiss. No, I wouldn't even have said that.
0: No. That's a stretch for me. It's stretching out. But they were all... All per- they, they were praising the album, you know, great anthems. Um, a lot of good things going on with Let's go to the next song. Let's go to the last one. Down in the city. Love that bass right there.
1: Yeah, sounds good.
0: It's a little change up here, I feel. Um, this one's got a little punkish feel to it also. Um, vintage the, the chorus is The gang chorus um, you, you know The song is kind of for me It's you know You can get whatever you need In the city Whatever you need to get <laughs> Your thrills Your whatever oh, yeah. Your drugs Whatever you need to go You can go find it in the alley You can go find it down in the city Also has for me A little bit of a rockabilly sound okay. Which they revisit big time In a couple yeah, albums but, a couple albums But But, but um, I really do like the song. They put a little harmonica in here too. All right, cool. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's
1: the whole thing is that they wanted to try something different. And hey, maybe it maybe it worked, maybe it didn't, but obviously we you, you know it did because they obviously have the same feel in in, a, in another few albums coming up. Mm-hmm. So, hey, mm-hmm. sounds good, man. Um,
0: overall, dude, I think this is a great a great album from the '80s. I think that it's very underrated it's vastly underrated this band as a whole is underrated they don't get the due they should get Tracy Guns is not to get mentioned with any guitar player that ever came out of this genre and he should be right up there with the best of them right who are the ones from Slash um, Mick Cece even Phil Collin I think is now starting to get his due there's a lot of great guitar players that just don't that that he does not get lumped in with and he really should and and it's a shame uh Love this band LA Guns Can't get enough of them uh, I hope you guys Really enjoyed this episode LA Guns Debut album oh, Self titled Yeah um, Here's where you can Get a hold of us At CG On Instagram And TikTok BigTalkCG At gmail.com We're on Twitter At BigTalkCG We are On YouTube We are on We are on Facebook The Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. Search us up. Our Instagram link to Linktree. See everywhere you can listen or hear us or see us with your own eyes,
1: baby. There you go, man. Sounds good. All right, guys. This is Greg for The Big Talk Podcast with Chris and Greg. See ya.